Okay. Kind of getting situated here. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Hit record, then test out the mic. All right. You, you know, oh shit. Hold up. I like to get rid of all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because when we are the people. There we go. We are the people. All right. Here we are. This is, uh, you're going to have to excuse me. I didn't prepare for this episode. Kale, uh, what, what episodes did you prepare for? Well, the first one, I, oh. uh, which is the, the point nine, I, uh, I did a little prep. This is the one that doesn't count. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Good. Welcome to the, this is the Electric Batcast. This is our podcast. Podcast hosted by the the people that own and run Electric Bat Arcade. <laughs> that's me, and Rachel. That's you in uh, Tempe, Arizona. Thanks, uh, Steph. Yeah, thank you for joining me. I'm Kale. This is Rachel. Uh, let, let's get right into it. Okay. What, what an exciting time, huh? Yeah. I'm going to have to have a little water. I appreciate you getting me this water. Yeah, it's good. No, no filter. You don't have a filter. Yeah. <sighs> so, we got some sponsors. Yes. And game game and we have some some interesting news from Game Room Goodies. Yeah. Game Game Room Goodies is sponsoring us. Uh, they sell uh, pinball machines, accessories, jukeboxes, air hockey. What what else do they have? Oh, the the basketball games. Basketball. If you want to put a, if, a hoopin or whatever it's called in your living that, room, that thing's so cool. If yeah. we had the room, we would definitely have one of those because I know our players would love to play some basketball. Uh, they have all kind of great stuff, but they're um, and and thank you so much for the sponsorship. They're, they're running a special. Yeah. I, I heard about this. This is a good deal. Yep. And I have details on it right here. So it's if you mention mm-hmm. Electric Bat right. and you're ordering a pinball machine mm-hmm. and you live in Arizona, you have to be local for uh, this. This uh, isn't a shipping deal. Okay. You get a discount. So you would get on Pros, I believe you get sixty seven fifty. Is that oh, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And a premium. What 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 do they charge you for a premium? Ninety two fifty. All right. Those are the ele- so you mention electric bat when you call game room goodies, and you get some discounts. Now this mm-hmm. is for like approximately now time, right? You can't be listening to this ten years in the future, <laughs> right? And say I live in Arizona. Give me a pinball machine at half off or <laughs> wherever yeah, right, we are. Right. But, you, but you save a you save a few hundred bucks. Yeah. So if you're in Arizona, order if you want to order a pinball machine, call Aaron Game Room Goodies, gameroomgoodies.com, and uh, mention uh, you listen to the Badcast, and he's gonna he's gonna knock some some cash off. He's, he's also probably gonna deliver. You're gonna get to meet Aaron or, yeah. or or some of his crew. The crew's great. Yep. Yeah, we hang out with those guys in They'll the warehouse. Come set it up at your house. They're doing all kind of good stuff uh cool i really appreciate uh them doing that for us that's a lot of fun yeah and us i mean the community yeah the, the arizona pinball community that's super cool mm-hmm. also marco specialties is a sponsor marco specialties everything pinball if you need any kind of pinball parts accessories also you know something cool they do and i, I thought about this today when uh somebody from from dixon flannel called about about fixing a machine they wanted a a tech, mm-hmm. and uh, we just well, we happen to know 
pretty much all the techs in Arizona so we could send somebody his way. But if you live anywhere in the nation, uh, call Game, uh, not Game Room Goodies. Well, you could do that <laughs> you too. You could do that too. But call Marco Specialties because they have a database of pinball techs uh, and you, you call their customer service and, and uh, tell them you need a little help with the machine and they can they can hook you up. If you are a tech, Get on their database. Mm-hmm. Uh, call up Marco Specialties and uh, and get on that thing, and uh, they will hook it up. They're trying to keep all these games running. We got to. I, I love a, that stuff. Yeah, we've got to do it. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to Lit Pinball Bar. Today's their last day, in in the in the old location. Uh, oh, I didn't want to scare you. <laughs> Surprise. Lit pinball bar. What a cool uh, pinball bar! They always have some great machines there. We've we've been we haven't met those guys, but we chat with them on social media yeah. all the time. What a great group! Uh, October fifth is the last day at the old location. They're moving to a cool new location. We need to go visit them. Okay. And and Max, who is uh, I believe is one of their techs. Oh, he's he's talking about coming down here. Oh, come down, Max. We'd love to, to hang out. Well, he's gonna he's gonna play in we'll a tournament. We'll hand you some tools. Yep. Yeah, we'll get him to work. <laughs> um, and then uh, Ty is going to give him a tattoo. You're kidding me. Yeah, no, no. They, they, were talk, were, they were chatting about it. There were two new electric bat tattoos in the last week or two. Isn't that crazy? All these people getting uh, it's very, electric it's, it's bat neat. tattoos. They're we, great. we love that. Thank you. This community is awesome. And, you know, they said if Max... Max is going to play in a tournament. He's going right. to come play in like a Tuesday tournament. If he doesn't win, they said he can't come back. But this is our win because then we get another tech. <laughs> yeah. So Max is going to come work for us. Cause yeah. Our, our crew is going to fight hard, but Max is a really good player. Okay. Yeah. Um, th- shout out to We'll those update folks. you. Yeah. You really put him on the spot. That's all. So that's all I have. I guess He's gonna that's, perform. that's the episode. Oh. And, no, <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I have more notes here on the phone, on the old device. Man, you... <laughs> I, I flip-flop. You know, I want to get like an iPad. You know, so I have like a big thing. To but it's look the at. same information. It's, it's bigger. This is like, but you know, this is one louder. Yeah. Why don't uh, you just make the ten louder? You know what? I think it's your turn to <laughs> lead the podcast because <laughs> it's time for the earnings report. Oh, earnings report! Everybody loves the earnings report. Okay, so so it's we we're into a, a brand new month. You can't look over here because I want to make you guess. Oh, I'm I, actually I can't read that. Oh. You, yeah, it's yeah. small type. Yep. Okay. Earnings. So this is Rachel, and she's going to do the earnings report. The earnings report is all about what's earning on the street, specifically the bat, but uh, it, I think it works across the board. Yeah, what's earning at the bat? What's your guess for number one? Okay, so Venom came halfway through. Correct. So that I, I, that's not even... Uh, oh, it could be. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to give you any clues. You have to... I am going to say that, did anything else come in? Yeah. But it just came in two days ago. Yeah, that's not, uh, we'll talk about that in a, in a bit. Um, I'm going to say it's Godzilla. You are correct. Number one. Godzilla for almost every month ever since it came out is number one. And it's, again, number one by a pretty good margin, by about 15% above number two. What do you think number two is? Stranger Things. That is also correct. Wow. Stranger Things was the game, the cash game of the month, so it had a little bit more play um, than it might normally. And you, you know what's funny about Stranger Things? We we slept on Stranger Things for a while. 
when mm-hmm. when Stranger Things was released, uh, you know, the code wasn't really all there. We, I, we, the first time we played it was at the Project Pinball booth at Indisc. We put we paid two dollars to play it. And we played. We each played one time. Uh oh. Hold up. We had a little. Oh. I we're think we're we're back on. We're having some technical difficulties. Okay. We're, well, we're back. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, actually, something la- I think landed on our on our uh, lens there and kind of, but but through the magic of post production, we're right back. <laughs> Okay, so we were talking about Stranger Things. Yes, we paid two dollars um, to play it. Paid two dollars to play because uh, for a good Charity. cause, for mm-hmm. a good cause. Happy um, to do it. And they do. I don't know if they still do this, but it was it was a high score tournament. You, you pay two bucks, you get the high score, and they put your name on the whiteboard, and at the end you win something like mm-hmm. a T-shirt and some other cool stuff from Project Pinball. Uh, so we played it. We weren't into it. Uh, well, a, a lot of folks weren't into it. There were some industry folks talking about how they could uh, change the rules to make it a better game, and I'll be damned, Stern did it. They made it a better they game. They made it a really good game. But we always heard about w- what a good earner it yeah. is. It is and was. Right. Because um, we didn't get it for a while. We just got it recently. Um, but I remember when, when Gary Stern came to the arcade, no Stranger Things? He, he said, uh, why don't you have Stranger <laughs> Things? Stranger don't, Things? Don't you know that's the top earner? And we don't you like, like money? Eh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, we finally did it. And wow. Lo and behold. This thing prints money. It does. And it's what's interesting to me about that is that Stranger Things hasn't been in popular... Like, who's, did you see the most recent Stranger Things? No. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really mm-hmm. watching. I don't even know if it's still a show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not... It's not it's not in the in the zeitgeist in general but as a game it's got it's i think got it some... is though i think we're we are the outliers oh, where okay. we don't watch it I, I watched the the first season and thought man it was amazing oh. it really takes you back yeah i loved season one mm-hmm. i watched and loved season two i watched and enjoyed uh-huh. and then it was i think it, there were some more seasons I yeah, didn't watch I think anything like after four that. or five now. Anyway, uh, yeah, good uh, fun show. Uh, all the kids are like adults now and having a good time and doing. Even still, other the people adventures. that we know that play that game every single day are not people that watch that show. I guarantee mm-hmm. you that Dana from the bar has never seen an episode <laughs> of Stranger Things, and he loves it. And he, he, he plays it. He plays it more than anybody, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and the game is so popular, Stern decided to rerun it. They're rerunning the pros and the premiums, and um, we ordered a, a UV kit. Yeah, we ordered a premium and a UV kit. So the the UV, man, that, that is a must. The UV kit looks yeah, so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. And we love the projector and all that stuff. The, the electric bat just happens to be dim enough to where yeah. the projector looks good. It looks it looks great in there. You can really it pops. But the the rumor is, and I don't know, Stern hasn't said anything. Excuse me. The the rumor is that there's going to be a better projector because, you know, they were using what 2017, 2018 technology back then. Right. So it would there make has to sense. Be, right. A little bit brighter. Either way, the thing is is awesome. The thing that I thought was a computer when I looked under. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. We, when we were. Uh, we talked about when did we talk? We talked about that on like a pinball party we podcast. Did. It's a computer. The first, the first time we opened the hood of Stranger Things, and it is a premium. It has a projector. Rachel's uh, messing around, and she looks under the lock bar. Uh, no, the uh, the apron, mm-hmm. 
And she's like, Kale, you have to come see this. They put a computer under the apron. And I looked at it and I was like, that that's the projector. But it does, it's a, it's just a, a steel, like unfinished yeah. metal box. So it looks like an old, like solid state drive or like a little, yeah. yeah. That was good times. Yeah. So, so that's, we, that's, that's number two. Stranger, Stranger right. Things is number two. We have somebody else's Stranger Things premium in there now, and we're going to be swapping it out with our Stranger Things premium when it comes in in about six weeks, I, I believe. Wow. Um, number three, do you have a guess? I am going to say Scooby-Doo. Venom. No kidding. So Venom, we put in about two weeks ago. Maybe so, less than that. Let me get this straight. We've had Venom for two weeks, and it's already number three? Yeah. Unbelievable. And, of course, it's getting the new game bump. Everyone mm-hmm. wants to come and play it. Um, I don't think it's even been in there for two weeks. I, th- I think we put it in 10 days ago. Man, what a cool game. Yeah. So, it's it's people are enjoying it. People are leveling up. We have several people mm-hmm. who have unlocked everything. Right. You and I have unlocked what? What have you unlocked? Uh, uh, nothing. Um, I need to actually get to the arcade today and try it. I, I want to unlock... Uh, I like Wolverine. I want to unlock just anything. Okay. And I don't know if one character is better than the other. I'm sure they have different attributes, but I, you know, I'm a big Wolverine fan. I want to Yeah, well, let's, let's get do at that. that. Your dad was in... Uh, My dad was, was a, in Wolverine. He was in that the movie. The movie. Yeah. He, he was the, uh, the, the show... F- oh, no. When, when Logan was a chauffeur and he pulled up to a, a club, and I guess it's supposed to be Las Vegas. I don't know what it is. Uh, it was actually shot in New Orleans, and my dad was the door guy. So he he, he it's like a like a bachelorette party. <laughs> he opens the door for the girls and lets them into the club. And That's cool. Yeah, he was he was doing a lot of movie stuff back then. Uh, like runs in the family. This sort He's of been in some theatrics. other movies too. <laughs> oh yes, it does. Yeah. Yes, sir, Bob. The, the theatrics. That's, okay. that's why I'm doing this program here. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so okay. one, two, three. Godzilla, Stranger Things, Venom, number four, Scooby-Doo. So you were close. There's the Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo is that. Still, still earning well. And quite well. It's been, it's been working. Working. That Unbelievable. is. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give accolades when I see that they are due. And they're due. Uh, D-O-O. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, look at that. Um, good job, uh, Spooky. Good job, us. We got the game working. We did. We, I mean, it was yeah. us fixing right. stuff. But uh, people yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and if, if on their next release, they could maybe get past all of these technical problems, mm-hmm. people enjoy these themes. Yeah, and if they and the game just looks freaking cool. It looks great. They did a good job with the um, art and design. And then number five again is Bond sixtieth. Bond sixtieth. Still, people are loving. Unbelievable. Uh huh. And then last time we had a question about uh, which games. These are the top earners by by dollar. Um, mm-hmm. But we had some people that wanted to know. I think it was Gutter Ghoul wanted to know which was by plays. By right? plays. Yeah. Still this. It's the same. Doesn't change. It changes okay. down at the bottom. There's some flip flopping, but none of mm-hmm. the top earners um, are are affected okay. by that. So, there's your top played games as well. Thank you so much for the update. You're welcome. That was really good and informative. I even enjoyed. It. I didn't know what they were. A little bit behind the accounting scenes. I like. I like to. I like to stay blind. 
And then, uh, <laughs> okay, moving right along. All right, what's next? We are. You've been doing some research. You have talked to a couple of different companies. Yeah, gotten some quotes. Yeah. Uh, you 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 dug into the world of card swipe systems. Would you call them that? Because so, they're not all swipe anymore. You did just tap, tap, swipe, tap, swipe. All so right now, this is this is a big part of the show here. This is this is like a big deal. We're we're gonna get into the pros and cons of running an arcade or any location with uh, a token machine. Tokens and quarters. Um, straight quarter. Or just straight quarter. And then uh, the, the pros and cons of using a card system, which is like something you would see at a Dave & Buster's uh, uh, or amusement park or the mall, right? Yeah, those um, places. Yeah, so, so, so kick it off. You, you, you talk to some companies. I talked to some companies. You ran, you ran the numbers. I ran a lot of numbers. Um, okay, so... Right off the bat. Um, so what we use is a combination tokens. I like how you did that, right off the bat. Oh. You, you didn't mean to do that? It's it's embedded. Yeah. That's the name of one of the swipe systems. Is it really? Yeah. That's okay. A, embed, I think, is what it's called. Whoa. Yeah. So um, we use tokens and quarters. We use mm -hmm. mechs that will accept either a token or a quarter. And okay, so if if you purchase a Stern machine, it comes with mechs. It comes with quarter mechs. Quarter mechs. So on okay. every machine that we buy or put in the arcade, we swap out the mechs and the locks. Mm -hmm. And those mechs that, that take both uh, quarters and a certain size token cost us, cost us about $30, $35 per machine to do that. For 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 two mechs. Yeah. Right. Okay. Done. Out okay. the door. Mm -hmm. So, so for for our arcade, it's about like three thousand dollars for the Tempe location. We'll just talk only about the Tempe location mm -hmm. to to make everything easier. Mm -hmm. For these card systems, to install the card systems and the kiosks, they actually both worked out to about fifty three thousand dollars. Wow. That's out of pocket cost. The, and what is what does that include? So that includes two kiosks, which is where you go and you get your card. You put the money on your card. Mm -hmm. that you, you run your credit card, or can you put cash in them? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. So it's for those kiosks and mm -hmm. for all of the swiping systems on the machines. Okay. And someone to do that labor. Okay. So that's your the, your your initial cost. You have so, so I guess somebody needs to fly in, or if you're, you're local, yeah. you could you probably get a, a game room goodies to... Here's to, the thing. Me mm -hmm. and you, I'm sure, could do this. We Yeah. We wouldn't. I don't know if we'd want to. I right? don't... Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a lot of work to go through yeah. every machine. And you do destroy your... If you if you have an old game, mm -hmm. old, you know, classic Bally's... Those don't. It doesn't fit on the coin door as is. You have to drill some extra holes. Okay. There is some talk that you can maybe remove everything where where the money normally goes in and mm -hmm. and put some washers and, and finagle that. Oh wow. Um, but what they recommend is that you 
drill through the door or replace your coin door. Mm-hmm. But as you know, those coin doors aren't all, they're not all the same size. Sure. So you can't just, you don't just go to, go to Target and get a coin door. Mm-hmm. Go to, you know. That's, For sure. So with a, a modern game, uh, mm-hmm. let's say Stern, mm-hmm. uh, would would the card reader go where the the cash the the bill acceptor is? I think there's different ways of doing it. Um, but but you wouldn't have to. I destroy anything on the machine, or or maybe I don't know. I think I think you do have to. You got to drill out some things and and move some things around. Okay. Um, I do know that people we know that have installed that do swap out the entire coin door. Okay, to make it easier. To make yeah. Make, okay, but on a, on a classic machine, this is where it's. Uh, I guess sort of a thumbs down for some folks because you're destroying a classic coin door. If you ever want to resell this machine, you're going to have to find a replacement. Right. 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 Um, Or switch away from a swipe system because Mm -hmm. for whatever reason it didn't work out. Okay. So $53,000. That's money. Okay. Compared to the 3,000. Just so people get an idea uh, that's that's two k kiosk and how many machines? Um, that's for about eighty machines. Okay, mm-hmm. approximately eighty. Now, uh, do you have a do you have a price? Look, let's say somebody just has twenty machines. Do you have a price per machine for well, that card reader? The actual reader itself is about two hundred dollars. And then, but get somebody guess even. what? It's not just like a flat. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's tiers for all of those things. But if you were going to do it yourself. Or let's say like we did do it mm-hmm. and we put it on 80 machines. And then right. as time goes on, we obviously are acquiring more machines and we mm-hmm. need to add more. That hardware is $200. Okay. And all of this works on Wi-Fi? It works on, yeah, it works on, but I think it's like a closed signal between the kiosk. It's not just like so the, it, the arcade Wi-Fi, it's got its own, like an ATM does, have, has like a dedicated... Sure. But now if, you, if your Wi-Fi goes down, do your card readers work or not work? So I don't, I haven't gotten a very clear, I've heard two things. I've mm-hmm. heard that yes, they do. And how could they? Right. Um, I think maybe your kiosks are hardwired. Mm-hmm. And then the Wi-Fi between the kiosk and the games right. is what keeps that going. Right. Like an ad hoc network or something. Which is what I would assume. So if your mm-hmm. internet goes down, I don't see how it could work, right? Because this is all internet. Ba- maybe it does. Maybe there's some right. kind of like it holds it in a in a queue mm-hmm. until like the end of the night and it does like a batch. Rep- I don't. Okay. Now, that's further into this. No, we than do I have. Got. We know two, two arcades locally that use these type of systems. I don't think they're the same type, but. W- one of them, people have problems swiping their cards sometimes when the Wi-Fi is not going well. Yeah. And the other one works all the time. So I guess those are two different brands. I don't know. I guess you'd have to do your due diligence and find out what you're getting there. Mm-hmm. But let's get back to the nuts and bolts of this. Okay. So, so you, you, you're spending almost $60,000. We're at a difference. Yeah, we're at a difference between the quarters and tokens route and the... Um, the swipe system of a of about fifty thousand dollars. We actually mm-hmm. have some token machines that we got. We didn't buy them brand new, so if you had to include two brand new token machines, that would probably bring bring the price difference down to about forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. 
but they also send you all this like information about how much more money you're gonna make oh, by of course. Do it. like they they get real salesy. Yeah, it's very yeah. salesy. Very, very salesy about I'm gonna make thirty eight percent more money by using this card system. And part of that is and they'll tell you on the phone because you can adjust pricing. You know whenever you go to those swipe places and it's like seven point two credits to right. play a game. Sure. And you have no idea how much a credit is worth. And then also you can mm-hmm. only buy them in increments of like 42. So that way, like mm-hmm. y- you always end up having less credits than what you can use on any game in the building. Right. But when you have total control of something like this, the, the cool thing is that you can have happy hour pricing, right? That is a cool... That's the one really strong benefit that I mm-hmm. see with this is that we could do something on say Wednesday nights or Wednesday whatever a slow time is for you we could make it less expensive right um, also to, to you drive can you can people in remotely load people's cards Let, let's say you you win a tournament you were going to throw $20 worth of credits on your card that's mm-hmm. a, that's a cool thing yeah but here's something that I think about about happy hour pricing mm-hmm. if you're lowering your pricing once again you're still having to pay that same amount in rent in repairs, in parts, mm-hmm. all of those things that cost us money on the back end, like it. You're you're hoping that brings more people in to recover that. You're hoping right? that brings that's in a, more, yeah. That, I mean, that's the idea. That's how the math works. But then at some point, you also get people that would normally come in whenever they feel like it, and then they decide, oh well, I'm just going to come in during half price time. Wow, and you've really thought about this. I, this that, is that, what I do in my sleep is, is run run numbers. Well, think right. about like, yeah, everybody well, well, does it's, this. It's, it's kind of like the arcades that give away tokens on a certain day because right. it's their slow day. And then everybody's like, well, why don't why go there any other time? Right. Right. Let's go there when they're giving away tokens. They're giving away tokens and you have access to all of the games because nobody's there at right. that time. Interesting. So, and people will ask us a follow-up question as well. If you're going to spend, like, okay, here's the $50,000 that you have to spend. We didn't even talk about the monthly fees. There's licensing fees oh, I on get top into of that. that. Yeah. So those range, it looks like for our location, it would be either 350 or $450 a month just to pay them for the privilege mm-hmm. of using a swipe system. On top of that, there are also credit card fees. Right now, we're, we're cash only. We don't, we're mm-hmm. cash only. Um with with a token a machine right, right. but mm-hmm. our token machines do, don't take card if right. if you need money go to the ATM mm-hmm. um, so by the time you look at all of those fees that start adding up it's it's a significant expense mm-hmm. um, and people will ask us well how much are you spending in tokens every year mm-hmm. do you know how much money we spend on tokens every year I I don't I can I can guess. Tell me what your guess is. I'm going to say $15,000. That's a very good guess. We are somewhere between twelve dollars and $16,000 a year. Okay. But those are tokens. We don't we don't give out tokens. So if mm-hmm. you buy a token from the token machine, that token cost me about $0.16 cents to purchase. Okay. So we're not... Um, that so, money so as is, soon as you sell them... They're paid for. They're paid for. Yeah. Right. But you want to get a lot of uses out of them. You, yes, you certainly do. Because, like a, because if they take it, yeah, you want them mm-hmm. to use it over and over again. That That's that's what you would like. That's how it works. That's how it works. However, that money is not money that's, that's lost, is mm-hmm. my point. Right. So, 
So there we are between the tokens, right. the swipe cards. Sure. And then finally quarters. People are like, why don't you just <laughs> go straight quarter? Why do you spend the $15,000 a year on bringing the tokens in? Uh-huh. Um, well, if we had a token machine full of quarters and machines full of quarters, you sometimes get people with crowbars that see like hmm. you know it makes you much more of a target mm-hmm. but then also your uh let's say you need to do laundry that weekend oh well i know i'll go to the bat and put in a 20 and i'll play some games right. but then i'll take ten dollars and quarters home and then me and you are spending all of our time going to the bank getting bags full of quarters to fill sure. up the quarter machine and, and you're not selling quarters you're giving right. your you're trading, just changing changing you're turning a uh, a piece of cloth into a hard <laughs> piece of metal, paper, flat yeah. metal, metal thing. Yeah. Right, right. But it's worth the same. It's worth the same. Yeah. Yes. Now, on the uh, card systems versus uh, tokens and quarters, uh, the I would think a big uh, advantage to the card system is maintenance. Oh, that, is, is that, that part that seems dreamy. Yeah. Right? So the card system, you're never happy. Hap- you don't have to empty your buckets. No coin jams. No coin jams. Uh, right. There's no uh, sorting uh, quarters out of tokens. There's no. And we spend a lot of time. We spend a lot of time doing that. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of good quality time. We get to look at each other and make crack jokes. Yeah, we, it's we, great. It's a, we get it's a good joke time. Get a little drink, a little soda. Right. <laughs> have a good time. Have a good Listen time. Listen to in the some back. podcasts. Yeah. We like some old Art Bell. That's that's yeah. one of our favorites. It's a good time, but uh, it is time that you have to spend. And if you mm-hmm. don't have the luxury of doing it with your favorite person, right. then then it's time that you could be doing sure. other things. And mm-hmm. we know uh, we have a few friends around the country who actually have like full-time jobs and they just operate machines in, in a single location. Uh, the, the card system works out for them because they, they don't have time to deal with coin jams, yeah. deal with uh, token machines, um, and yeah. all that good stuff. One thing uh, you, you might want to watch out for if you are thinking about going the card uh, the card swiper out is read the fine print. Yeah. We, we have a friend who uh, runs a very successful arcade and he, uh, a, a local bar asked him to put some machines in their location. He put just a handful of machines and he's like, you know, I don't have enough time to run this arcade and this second location. So he went the, the card swipe route. Mm-hmm. And he said he will never, ever do it again simply because when when all the, the dust settled and he had everything set up and he's looking at the bills, you know, you're getting like this monthly bill from this company. And lots of times there there are multiple companies. Do You, you have a... Because you have your credit card processor. Exactly. You have your the swipe system Mm -hmm. right and so he noticed the fees kept going up to the point where they were almost at like 25 percent wow and he called him and it was like well what's going on here it's like oh well the deal you signed i mean you signed all this paperwork there was you know like this tiny print and uh you signed all this paperwork and, and the initial deal was only like for a few months oh and then it went up and and he was he was he's already signed a contract he can't get out of it but wow. he, he said never again now this th- is this is I, the racket of the uh, BMI you know you, but you any, signed up for 10 free tapes or 10 cent tapes certainly but uh, so many businesses do this this yeah. isn't this isn't unheard of 
uh, I think it just goes to say, really go over if you if you're gonna get in in bed with this with a company that's taking a cut. You're gonna get in bed with embed. Oh, is it really called embed? That's one of okay. (laughs) Just go go over the fine print. Absolutely. Um, I would even say if you have an attorney, man, maybe. And see, that's just not like what I like to do. I like having an arcade where, you Mm -hmm. know what? I bought these mechs, I put them in my machines, Mm -hmm. and this is how they work. And I know what's going in, I know what's coming out, and it's very simple. And it's very simple for people who come and play at the arcade. They know that one token is equivalent to Mm -hmm. one quarter, and you put it in, and you play, and you know that's what it costs. It's like. For sure. Because I want to run it in a way that, like, if I'm going to an arcade, mm-hmm. that's how I want to be treated. I and don't want to pay the seven point two credits. Right. It, it's always weird, mm-hmm. right? Because you'll 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 have like two credits left on the the card, and two credits don't equal fifty cents, and you're trying to figure out, <laughs> you know, yeah. what's going on there. Um, and everyone I've talked to at at the Electric Bat, and you know, it's over a hundred, you know, tournament players. They prefer tokens, tokens yeah. and quarters. Mm-hmm. They um, they can they complain about card systems, um, but there there are pros and cons to all of it. See, totally. See what uh, what works out for your location. Yeah. I mean, it's an analog thing, right? People are coming to play an analog sport. We call it a sport. It's a game. Right. You, right. So let's let's keep it an analog experience. We, we that's, want we that's want that eighties and nineties feel, and we're, that's even my feel. Seventies feel, sixties feel. Wow, you know? I'm getting crazy. <laughs> We it was is that it for that? Did we cover yeah, everything? I think we covered everything. Company if if I missed yep. something, you can you know send us an email. Let us know. Join us the, up Discord. On the Discord. Um, I did something new. I don't think I mentioned this on the last podcast. If you go to our, our website, uh, electricbatarcade.com, there is now a podcast tab, and in that tab, um, uh, it's it's not pretty. It's just quick and dirty. Just some text and some links, but uh, it, it, you can there there are links to everywhere you can listen to or watch the podcast. Plus, there's a link to the Discord, so you can you can get in there. We've been getting all kind of messages from folks in, in other countries. Yeah. That's been fun. It's been really Chatting, cool. Uh, seeing what uh, the pinball scene's like in New Zealand and, and wherever. Yeah. Uh, Hellhounds of Libra. Oh, Roland's tournament. Was that it, was last weekend. This was last Sunday, right? That was so much a fun. A cool pinball tournament. And I have to let let everyone know that you did beat me. Oh, I, I you know I totally <laughs> forgot about that. No, you didn't. There's no way. <laughs> oh, I got in the finals. You did. I can't believe I got in the finals. You did. That was amazing. So the finals were amazing race. No, but what, uh, what was the the body, the meat and potatoes, the of, qualifying? That was, was just match play. Max match play. Max match play. So that's head to head against Man, a bunch of different people. That is fun, and and Super I prefer fun. I prefer max match play to the flip frenzy because mm-hmm. it's not. There's not a queue and you're you're yeah. not rushed to do anything. You know, you can still run to the bar and grab a drink if you need to. Going to the bathroom. It's it's always oh, nice to be able to go to the bathroom important. and not feel like you're screwing mm-hmm. someone over. Like what if there's a line for the bath? Yeah. So, yep. uh, max match play, way better than flip frenzy. Um So, how how many what was it? Rounds or 16 rounds. 16 rounds qualifying. of match max play. Max match play. It's called max M A X. Yep, like maximum. Max, max match play. Mm-hmm. And then and then the top 16 players? I think we did top 16. Went into finals A. Yeah, there was there was a, an A division finals mm-hmm. and then the four after that Assuming they, that they weren't, you know, highly mm-hmm. ranked in the IFPA because there was right. a cutoff. Um, 
There was a B, B division. B division. And a- Andrew won that one. Congratulations, yeah. Andrew. Yeah. And then, so A division finals was Amazing Race. This was interesting. I I thought this was was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I, it's and called I, Amazing Race. I was. Yeah, it is. It's called Amazing Race. Uh, I I can speak on this because I was in it. Mm-hmm. I was in the finals. Right? Mm-hmm. Did it just go off? It just did a weird thing. But just did a weird thing. It's cool. Okay. Well, we we can fix all that in post. Um, what's what's interesting is um, I I was the last person right to get into the finals. Yes. Okay. So in the amazing race, that means I was the first one to set a score on a machine. Yes, the score so, to beat. Right. So so the way this works, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's there is a list of machines everybody's going to play. Well, if you get past the first game. Right, there's a list. Right. Because the goal of this finals, this mm-hmm. actually was a semifinals, I guess, was to narrow the field down to the final four. Okay. So there was 12 machines mm-hmm. that the 16 people would compete on to see who could get through okay. all of those. So since I was at the bottom of the list, I was number 16, mm-hmm. I was the first to play the first game, which was Meteor. Yep. And I, uh, I, what I do is uh, the first person to play sets the score for that machine. Mm-hmm. If anybody, and everybody else needs to get above that score. Right. And the person out of, the, out of these 16 folks, the person with the lowest score gets kicked out. That's right. They're so, eliminated. Right. Which was, it was tense for me, right? Because I, I had, a, I had a, a crappy score. It wasn't your best game on Meteor. It was... <laughs> so I, yeah. I, I set the bar low. Very low. I had, I had a crappy score of Meteor. <laughs> and I, I had to sit there on a stool yes. while 15 other people played yeah. and tried to beat my score. And one by one, they almost all beat your score. I, I survived. Yes. And, and so then you have... 15 people move on to play the next game. Is that, right. is that yes, correct? Yes, but it's going on, like, as soon as somebody beats your score, they mm-hmm. move on to the next game. That, right. So not everybody is waiting. Um, it's it's constantly sure. moving along, yes. This was a ton of fun, and I, and I hope Roland uh, uh, did this tournament. He ran it, yeah. And I hope he does it again, because what a cool concept. One of the things that I loved about it is that even though I didn't make the finals, after you all were done... I went around and pretended because the <laughs> right. scores were posted. The scores to yeah. beat were posted. So I just, you know, coined up the machine, played one game. If I if I beat the lowest score, I moved along. And I figured out that had I been playing in finals with absolutely nothing at stake because it was mm-hmm. just uh, for fun. Um, but I would have, I, I ended up about fifth or sixth. I don't remember which. Very cool. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's yeah, fun. so stick around. You can, yeah. If you don't qualify, you can just see like eh. vir- virtually beat everybody. Yeah, yeah. It's real easy whenever there's no blast. stress because you're not actually. And that in the was finals. the Hellhounds of Libra tournament. Yeah. I, I like how he he themes these tournaments. Yeah, I do too. Ro- Roland does some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Good deal. That Thanks, was, Roland. And and who who won that tournament? Was it? Um, was it Ben Clement? Oh, it was. Yeah. Ben from uh, Tucson. Tucson. The Tucson, shout out to Ben and the Tucson pinball folks. You know, we we need to make a road trip. When when your parents get back from overseas, uh, you know, because they live, they they won't have a place to stay. Yeah, right. Uh, We should go play a tournament with those boys. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll we'll come down and visit. The Tucson Pinball Club. 
Is that what they call themselves? I don't they they think call so. them something. Yeah. It's, or I think it's just Tucson Pinball. Yeah. Shout out to Tucson Pinball. You guys are great. We love it when you when you join us. Yeah. In the valley. It's a little it's a little warmer here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a little bit warmer. We have a new game at the back. We have they a new just game. keep coming. Not not Venom. Venom's yeah, new. Venom's new. But that's not what we're going to talk about. We got an even newer game. We have an even newer game. It, did it show it showed up Tuesday. Surprise. Tuesday. So, uh Aaron at Game Room Goodies called us. We get a little message. Uh, we, we got a text message. Um Galactic Tank Force is here. And we were so we were like holy crap because we, we really didn't think this was going to happen. Yeah, we um, we thought we weren't even going to get it at right. all. Okay, and you know we we've heard people who have played it. You've heard we've heard mixed reviews. We've heard airballs. We've heard a lot of complaining about it. Um, some of our players had played it at uh, some of some of our players who we really trust their opinions had played it at conventions, and we're not excited about it. So we were like, man. But you know we are. We're, let's see. Let's see what we're, happens. We're very palms up. We're like, let's get in the truck and go pick this thing up. So thank you to Aaron for making this happen. He actually had to pull some strings uh, because this machine was supposed to go on the uh, on the on tour. Yeah. Right. I think it was supposed to be a show. It, circuit. it was supposed to be on the on the show circuit, and he was able to secure it for us. And uh, we opened it up. First thing, holy crap! This thing is beautiful. Yeah, Frenchy made a beautiful machine. This is before we plugged it in. We're like looking at it. And we're like, we were blown away. Before even that, though, let's mm-hmm. talk about just getting the legs on this thing. <laughs> this is the heaviest machine I have ever felt in my life. That and I didn't even know they made plywood that thick. We've unboxed Jersey Jacks. We've unboxed. Uh, I've, I, I have some Gottlieb un- System Eighties. I have we didn't un- unbox them, but I've unboxed. Over 60 stern pinball machines in one night, which almost killed my back. Yeah. We're still paying for that. We're still paying for that. Uh, This is the heaviest damn machine. Um, It it is. It's built like a tank. It is. So the plywood is like inch and a Mm -hmm. quarter. Right on. I don't Uh, know. So it is. It is heavy. Hey, good. Yeah. Yeah. This thing is sturdy. This thing is rock solid. Punch it. It'll... (laughs) Nothing's gonna happen. So uh, we set it up. I, I needed help. I had to actually get the dolly out, the, uh, the, yeah. the the engine lift to lift it up to put the legs on it. Usually, I can just like lift it yeah, up and, and hold it on my hip. Uh, we, I was like, no, I'm not doing that to this. Uh, we set it up and like this is before we plugged it in. We're like, man, this thing is super beautiful. Uh, Franchi is an amazing artist, uh, one of the top pinball artists out there. And uh, then we plug it in. Oh. My God! Now we we have what's called the deluxe, for, which is the lowest tier. No, that, that got produced. Right. So I, I think there's a standard which is actually below what we. Have. I think they called that the classic, but I don't think they ever actually made okay, it. The classic. So we have the deluxe. Mm-hmm. It, it does not look like a tank. I know everyone's seen the one that yeah, looks like a tank. The, the that, LEs or that, whatever that, they call that. Right. That's the LE. The collector's edition, maybe. And then above the LE is the collector's edition, which uh, comes with like a lunchbox oh, and, yeah. and some other good stuff. Ours does not look like a tank, which I, ca- I like the way ours looks. Yeah, it looks cool. It doesn't look so foolish. 
<laughs> I was right. trying to spin that more positively, but yes, it looks... It looks like a pinball machine, like a pinball and, machine. and Franchi's art is amazing. This thing looks cool. But it, I like my favorite part about it, well, one of my favorite parts is on the back box, there's like this ledge um, below the translite. I assume it's a translite. I don't think it's a back glass. Anyway. Yeah, I, w- um, I would assume so. And it's got like these green LEDs that shoot down it. Like it makes it look like you've got a, a console that you're oh yes controlling the surround around the uh, yeah. around the display right man that looks cool yes it has this weird green light and and it fits the whole campy theme mm-hmm. um uh and and the whole story everything's like really fun and funny uh but okay so we, we back to the lights we plug this thing in and man this is we thought toy story was bright we yeah. thought godfather was bright those don't even they're, they're, they don't hold a candle <laughs> oh <laughs> well you really want it this morning yeah. huh? <laughs> this machine has what's almost like pin stadium lighting yeah on these rails and it's kind of cool because it it's not set into the 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 sides like the stern expression lighting yeah. or um or or I guess like pin stadium lighting they're on they're, they're on these like risers on these uh how would you explain it like these brackets yeah. brackets that move with the whole play field anyhow man these things are bright the light show is is incredible yeah. um so then we start playing it no air balls. No, I was about to say, I think they fixed. They what, did fix it. What every, everybody was complaining about all these issues. And um, so before this, we had only seen st- still photos. Mm-hmm. And I was really worried because, uh, you know, part of uh, the rules, you, you have to destroy this tank, which is right in the middle, right in front of your flippers. Right. And I was like, oh, I mean, you're going to get, you're gonna get drainos yeah. every time. That's not the case. No. And, and I guess the way it's the, the target, the stand-ups are kind of concave. You can safely hit that tank shot. Yeah. And we're getting zero air balls. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's it, you and I, I mean, we couldn't help but be influenced i would say by all of the feedback that we had heard over the last mm-hmm. almost year um last i thought it was fun i thought it was very fun and i just kept waiting like well where's all the parts people were complaining about right it's fun they seem to have fixed them i think they fixed whatever right. the issues were they that's why it took so long to get back mm-hmm. they went back to the factory and said you know what it's not acceptable that we have all of these air balls and all of this other, mm-hmm. all this other stuff. And also, we're going to make it the brightest thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Put sunscreen on if you want to play this game, but not bright like I don't want to play it. Like bright like, wow, it this is a, is a show. It's an attraction, and and it, like when we first started uh, putting a few Jersey Jacks in in the arcade, and I talked about. How man, this really it makes you want to. It's so bright, and definitely even the casuals are like, "Oh, I need to," you know. They're like, yeah, it's this glowing thing in the yeah, corner. Yeah, you're like a mosquito. You know? <laughs> like a mosquito? Do you mean uh, a moth or yeah, a mo- mosquito? Moth or mosquito? We'll say a mosquito. Uh, yeah, it it works. They, yeah. So you put this thing in the tournament day one. Yes. Nobody has played this Nobody's, machine. Yeah. It's in the tournament. It was in a couple of rounds, um, and everybody had a great time. Yeah, no problems with it. And and. The whole thing uh, below the flippers, where if you could, there's like a little skill shot there that saves your ball. I don't. It's it's interesting. Yeah, if you if you drain the ball underneath 
your flippers, not down the middle, mm-hmm. but underneath the actual flipper, there's a rollover switch there. Um, and if you hit that switch while it's illuminated, mm-hmm. you get your ball back. And I believe you collect bonus. We still don't have a ton of experience on this. Yeah. We were letting other people play it. We're going today, right? Today gonna, we will have... I want to I wanna play it some yeah. more. Man, it's, we were going to work today, but now it's looking like Venom and, and uh, Galactic Tank Yeah, Force. we're going to play some games. Um, I am pleasantly surprised. Very, very, like, re- relieved a mm-hmm. little bit. I mean, I wasn't super, you know, because everybody mm-hmm. wants to experience it, so I wasn't. Right. Yeah. Um, yes, very pleasantly surprised. And, and Fun. Who, this cool. Is a, beautiful. This is a Nordman game, is that correct? It is Nordman. Great, great job. Yeah. Great job, Nordman. Great job, American. Great job, American. Great job, Franchi. This yeah. this is a, a very cool machine, and we, we're glad we have it. Uh, it. It will be exciting to see how it earns. Yeah. Because it's almost, we got it almost at almost the beginning. Almost at the beginning of the month. Yeah. So let's see between, send us your votes. What do you think will do better, Galactic Tank Force or Venom for mm-hmm. the month of October? Because those are both brand new games. This is sort of like the Foo Fighters Godfather uh, um, Oh, yeah. Fight. Good point. So, Good point. So what do you think is going to happen? We'll take bets. Yeah. Good deal. That's uh, and we have we noticed uh, the serial number. We have number sixty nine, right? Which was funny. Well, is it not sixty nine? We actually don't have number sixty nine. Which one is it? We have sixty three. Sixty three. But six and three add up to nine. So, so they so they've only built like sixty three of these. Or I wonder if that's just sixty three of the deluxe. Either way, that's not that many. Not that many. Yeah. This is a, it's kind of a rare this, this machine. This going to be like the rare gem of the Isn't pinball world. Like, like 20 years from now, like, oh, the Galactic Tank Force. <laughs> so. Like we have we have some Spectrum. We have Spectrum. We have other mm-hmm. games that the, the production Extremely was Extremely rare. The hundreds, right? Mm-hmm. Extremely. This is way more rare than that. Right. But hopefully some people get a chance to play it and see that they've redeemed themselves on that Mm-hmm. Airball issue and and those other things and, and sure. the game will start showing up. And uh, I, I think kudos to them for actually backing up. Where I think we know some pinball companies that would go, hey, let's just make it, right? <laughs> yeah, let's like, roll with the hot like glue. Halloween. Yeah. Right? Oh, screw it. Yeah. It's all. Let's, We've already it's got all the screwed money. up. Let's just produce yeah. it and send it out there. Send it out. Uh, good job, American and Nordman, American and Nordman yeah. and Franchi. And whoever else uh, worked on this folks. thing, David Fix and all those boys. Like an entire lighting department. <laughs> Had to be like the power company. You guys impressed yeah. us. Uh, we're, we're excited to play this thing some more. All right. We are moving right along. We're going to get into the mailbag. This is uh, okay. a, a great section. where Mailbag. We, we take, uh, take questions and requests from friends and and family all over the world <laughs> friends and family also people we don't know yet yeah they can send them to us at electricbadarcade at gmail.com yeah and uh, or the discord there's a whole channel in the discord if, if for you jo- join the discord there's a there's a channel called batcast and uh, we can uh, we we chat about the podcast yeah right send your questions and we have a, a general chat where you just chat about anything we talk about bananas and what have you we have a home gaming channel, a we turn, tournament director's channel. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Get into some nuts and bolts of running a tournament and uh, 
it's cool to see what's going on there. This this uh, the first piece of of mail from our mailbag. Um, <laughs> what if people actually wanted to write us a letter? Can they do that? Yeah, they could send it to the Electric Bat Arcade. Our address Just, is on the website. Yeah, cool. Yeah, send us a letter. I would love to open something up. Yeah, we'll open it on the air. Yeah, not, surprise. Right, we don't know what it is. It might be obscene. We're still going to open it. Yeah. Yeah. No? Yeah. 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 Let's do it. <laughs> Arcade Carl. That's this not is, a request is, for obscene. No, no, no. Yeah, don't send us anything screwed up. Uh, Arcade Carl. Ar- I, th- I think he's in Australia. Do you know about this? Arcade Carl. He's he's my mate in Australia. He said, I really wish we had an arcade like yours here, which is Australia. Uh, however, pinball in Australia is bullshit expensive. <laughs> Crikey. Wanted to let you know just how much they are. He's talking about the pinball machines. Uh, I think you would find prices interesting. And he sent us a link to his local distribu- distributor, Pinball. Okay. Um, and somewhere in here, you... I thought you had the pricing in here. So I don't know. I don't remember what it is oh, in Australian is. dollars. Right. But I do know that on that website... They're paying for a pro. They're paying about seventy seven hundred American dollars, the equivalent. USD. USD. Mm-hmm. US American dollar dues. Seventy seven hundred compared to ours ours is about sixty eight hundred to seven thousand. So it's a, it's about a thousand bucks. Um which is not uncommon. I mean, th- these all these machines are built in the States. Right. Um it costs Except, an insane amount of money to ship. So, do they get a better Australia. deal on Haggis? Isn't Haggis an Australian company? I don't know what they what they get a but if if they do because they don't have to ship it over yeah, here. Yeah, but but this is this is common. I remember when uh, you know at Marco when we were selling parts overseas, you know you had to deal with with customs, shipping costs, right? It, I mean, stuff even in Canada, yeah, they get taxed hard, and 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 that that sucks, yeah. Um, we feel your pain, yeah, Carl. But to make it up to you, you can you can fly out here and hang out with us, and, <laughs> and you can play you can play these machines for American quarters or buy some tokens. From Kale's us. gonna pay your tournament entry fee <laughs> if you make the flight. He's gonna spot you the dollar. I'll spot you the. I'll pay for the machines too. It's like five bucks, right? Yeah. You can. Isn't that a great thing about a pinball tournament? Yes. You, Tuesday it, night. Really, if you, if you come to a Tuesday night with a twenty dollar bill, oh, then you, that's that's enough for both of us, right? But you you you're gonna spend about five bucks playing games, mm-hmm. and that leaves the rest for the wonderful food we have at Yucca Tap Room, and uh, and then some beverages, beverages, couple, couple. or or dollars for stall ball. Oh, betting. that's great. Uh, you know, Michael Michael Bauer is uh, super into that. After every tournament, if he's there. He gets a stall ball tournament going on, and last there is two bucks, two dollars stall ball, oh. and they had they had twenty people in it. Man, that was a huge line. I was right. fixing something. I just saw this right. long line going so, around so, the arcade. So Matt won it. Creamer Dreamer, he he, he won it. And, <laughs> skater Matt, yeah, Skater Matt, and he got forty bucks. That's so cool. But everybody's excited. Wind, stall, right? stall ball's great. Stall yeah. ball's really fun. Stall ball. Well, uh, talk about stall ball later and tell people how to play on that thing uh, like on another episode because we, we have to move right along we have a lot of a lot of mailbag oh, yeah, stuff yeah. going on let's go let's move moving right along 
Uh, here we go. This is from Scott Solomon. Okay. Came It came through the email. Uh, pin buying advice, please. Oh. Thanks for the great episode. You're very welcome, Scott. We enjoyed doing them. It's a lot of fun. Uh, very happy to see you keeping the pinball party spirit alive. Pinball party spirit's still there, though. Yeah, Jason, just-, just yesterday, Jason released a new episode. Go check it out. Um, search pinball party. He's not on the the pinball network anymore, so just search Pinball Party Podcast on Spotify or, or whatever you listen to your podcast on. He had a real cool episode about creativity and pinball. He was talking about uh, them re-releasing uh, uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. And talking about all that good stuff. Um, and it's short. Yeah, he had a nice little short episode. It's a good listen. It's all, for your all, commute. For your commute. Check it out, Pinball Party Podcast. It's still there, having a good time. It's not on like a regular schedule. He says he's going to do it when, whenever when he feels, he, like, when he feels it. like it. And that's how you should do it. Yeah. yeah. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. We feel like it right now. Yeah. So that's why we're doing it. We're here. <laughs> we're doing we a podcast because like we feel like it. <laughs> if we didn't feel like it, we'd be doing something else. Yeah. Right? We'd be playing uh, Galactic Tank Force and Venom. We're kind of known for doing whatever we feel like. <laughs> Sometimes that's for, what makes for it better or for worse. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Old Scott, Scott's Scott's question. Uh, I was hoping you could help with some advice on the next pin to add to my collection. I've been p- playing in more tournaments and really enjoying the experience, but I found that while I can do well on modern games, I tend to be terrible on older games. So I got I always tell you know where I'm gonna go with this. I always tell people to do this. I'm not sure why you're even like posing this to me because i know that you're going to answer this question uh, i'm particularly bad at early solid states what games do you suggest to add that would give me a good opportunity to practice thank you scott s and scott s scott is for uh, scott solomon mm-hmm. uh i currently have godzilla jurassic park aerosmith and world cop soccer if that helps what a cool collection yeah i love dog soccer Dog soccer. And uh, and we have all of those games. Uh, Godzilla, Jurassic Park, and Aerosmith. They're all cool. Do I think we might have a dog soccer on the way. Oh, that's that's a little secret. There. Oh. Is it is it a secret? Well, it's also not confirmed. It's so. not confirmed. <laughs> but I love... It would, it would yeah. be the first Papa Duke game in the bat. And I've, I've been wanting a Papa Duke game forever. But yeah. you, you wouldn't let me get one, right? That's basically true. <laughs> Yeah, because you, you think Circus Voltaire is ugly. Yes. Uh, you 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 don't mind. Uh, what's the magic box one? I think you mean the, the, Tales of the Arabian Nights. No, the chick with the tiger and the magic. Oh, 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 the, oh. the box. Theater of Magic. Theater of Magic. You. It's a, it's a, kind of like a one trick pony for tournaments, right? The ramp and um, yeah, it's fine. It's fun. It's not Theater of uh, um, Tales of Arabian Nights. You love, but a nice one's going to cost you like twenty thousand dollars. I think it's fine. I think mm-hmm. it's beautiful. I, I love the I like uh, little things that shoot up. Yeah, that capture the ball. Yeah, he came up with there was some, some cool some, stuff, some crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, so Scott, and and I tell everybody this, and this is great if you want to get good at tournaments. I think you have to have a modern Stern because I mean, what what tournament is not going to have the latest? And they're Stern? so good. And it, right, and they're so much fun. You just get a, a lot da- of just get a damn Godzilla, yeah. right? <laughs> Let's cut to the chase by Godzilla. But get you a get a, get something fast with ramps, and that's most of the time is going to be a you know a modern stern, and then your, the second game you should have in your collection is a is a classic Bally or Gottlieb. 
And what you're saying is, since he has four games, he's mm-hmm. already waited for too long. Because this should be game number two it should in be the number collection. Two. If it's not the first one, because right. money sometimes dictates that you're going to get an older for game sure. first. For sure. I agree. I agree. Yeah. When And when you say Gottlieb, I think you're talking about a Gottlieb System 1. My favorite mm-hmm. one of that era is Joker Poker. Mm-hmm. I think that is, if anybody is going to have any game... Well, that's my favorite Gottlieb. I'll I'll just that's, say that. That's a an amazing game. Mm-hmm. And as far as like classic ballets, geez, all of them. Yeah, right. Matahari, Nitro Ground Shaker, uh, Frontier. If you can find one. Yeah, I mean, some of them you're gonna are gonna be spendy. Viking. They're, they're great, but uh-huh. um, some of the N- less not a expensive not a spectrum. Ones. Even though that is a classic ballet, that, that that's a weird game. Don't, yeah, no, yeah. Um, don't get the gimmicky games right. as your Night Rider. It's all, those are all really fun games because they help you time your shots. And he's mm-hmm. he may even be talking about um, like System 11, some of that mm-hmm. era too, which I think that's another era that you should have in your collection. Like get a diner. Oh, yeah. A diner or an F-14 okay. something. I think it's good to have all of the eras represented. Maybe mm-hmm. not electromechanical only because the parts is is different right um they're heavy and and they're heavy and they're not as fun Mm -hmm. in my opinion beautiful um i think it's great to have all of those eras represented if you have room for five games Mm -hmm. make three of them not modern sterns sure yeah throw in a creature yeah get a get a a wpc game get a system 11 game get a classic bally game and then have your two favorite modern sterns and that'll that'll cover almost anything you're going to see in a tournament yeah unless they throw in a hoops (laughs) yeah that's i mean that's a whole (laughs) whole other thing but i don't don't you think it's fun just depending on whatever mood you're in sometimes i'm in the mood for a bally sometimes i'm in you want to have a game a game for every mood Mm -hmm. yeah that's a that's a good advice thank you yeah uh okay thank you for the question scott s and thank you for listening and uh we uh we appreciate you uh being a part of this we, this is this is for the people yep. you know we don't do this for us it's for the people this is so they can get some enjoyment out yeah. of this and uh see behind the curtain yeah i feel like we're, we're all part of a big pinball gang yeah don't, don't you feel that way a big pinball gang yeah yeah <laughs> I do feel that way. Next so. question is okay. from Discord. All right. Love the Discord. You, you're really, the Discord's popping off, isn't I, it? I love it. We have almost like 200 people in there chatting about pinball, having a fun time. We, we also, we talk about video games. We have a home gaming channel and. There's all kinds of things. All kind of good stuff. We have Doug PDX on the Discord. Happy Monday. He, he, he sent this on Monday. It wasn't too long ago. You guys are great. Oh, I like where this is going. <laughs> okay. Tell me more. That was it. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. That would have been good, though, huh? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be funny if that's all he said? And, the then, and then he ghosted us. Yeah. Sayonara, suckers. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. Enjoyed you on the pinball party. And uh, don't forget, go the pinball party hasn't gone anywhere. Go listen to Jason, man. He's having a good time uh, updating the podcast there. Uh, enjoyed you on the pinball party. I'm very happy you guys kept going with your own podcast. I'm a new operator. Just set up my first four machines a week ago. Cool. My question is, how do you handle noise and volume settings on machines? 
Have you tried uh, using acoustic foam inside the machine to dampen unwanted flipper and bumper noise? I've heard of people doing that. Really? Yeah, people that live in apartments. I've, I've heard oh, of that. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, many of these pins have great soundtracks, but it seems like a hopeless battle trying to increase the sound volume only to have it drowned out by the machine noise when more people are playing. Um, also curious if you have hard floors at the bat or if you use commercial carpet. Uh, thanks for the question, Doug. Carpet would be gross at the bat. We have hard floors. We we have concrete. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that. Uh, and we do not put sound dampening uh, foam inside the cabinets. I've heard of people doing that years and years ago. You know, um, I don't know if they still do, but Marco Specialties sells it. Are they, you talking about like, like egg like this, crate, like the stuff acoustic? we ordered from okay, uh, from Marco, yeah, years ago. We got okay. a box of it, uh, and and we use that at one of our locations. Mm, excuse me. On the ceiling, we did, we did. Um, well, we have found we haven't had an issue with uh, players complaining, but sometimes bar staff, uh, especially uh, we. In the morning. In the morning. Uh, the, the electric bat in Tempe is open at 6 a.m. And the, the machines are all on a timer. When they fire up and all the attract sounds come on, you know, it could annoy some patrons and, uh, you know, bar staff. Yeah. Um, we have run into that. And in our, our second location, we solved it by adding sound dampening uh, foam to the ceiling where the machines are, that has helped out a huge amount. Yeah. Yeah, so it depends on your setup. If you have a dedicated room, then I would put some acoustic maybe on the mm-hmm. ceiling, whatever would be appropriate for right. you. But in the game itself, we don't. And it really matters Like if you're in the front part of a restaurant versus the front part of a loud bar. Those are two mm-hmm. very different needs. Turn it up so you can hear the games, and then if everybody's playing all at once and you have to listen a right. little bit harder, then you have to listen a little bit harder. Just find that balance. You know, bring some friends down and sure. everybody get on there and see but, see what feels best. But also, um, I would maybe experiment with the foam inside. Do it on one of the machines, because uh, that's going to cut down on the boominess. Yeah. You know, that's going to tighten the bass a little bit, so it's not you know spreading all these these mid-tones all over the arcade it's going to tighten things up a little bit maybe try it on one yeah and and, and, and see let what, us know yeah yeah okay there we go and that was that was that was for my boy doug congratulations PDX. on starting operating that's cool yeah love i uh, really love that because uh, it, it is so important and, and you know and i thought about this when we started doing this and, and it's sort of like operator centric Mm-hmm. This it is really important to get these things on the machine to keep this uh, keep this alive. We we don't want to see it go away again. And you know, find old machines, get them running, put them put them out there. You know, make a little money with it. But uh, most let importantly, people let people play them because we've seen this. This is truly how you grow this industry, how you grow the sport. Have people play the machines. I I can't tell you how many of our players became owners. Uh, after after playing the machines at the electric bat, they they end up buying them. They put them at their homes, and some are even talking about starting to operate them. Yeah, you know, it's fun. It's a lot of fun, and you know, we all, all want to keep this the fun alive. 
Gutter Ghoul. Oh. He, he always... I get a little sip of my unfiltered water here. <laughs> I wish you had a filter. I tell you what. <laughs> filter. It's good for the water. It's bad for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be that fun with the filter. <laughs> Questions. The bat being a college town for both Tempe and Flag has to be an upside. Was that strategic? Is there such a thing as the perfect location? I think there is such a thing as the perfect location, but we, we really didn't. We We're didn't, not it. We didn't have a choice. <laughs> so uh, the, the folks that aren't familiar with Tempe, ASU is in Tempe. We're not close to ASU. Uh, well, we're not. Yeah. Would you call it close? We're not close. Like the, the we're three miles away. I right. Think. I think about three miles away. But like we're like, not. So if you've heard of Mill mm-hmm. Avenue, which sometimes people, ha- mm-hmm. we are technically right off Mill Avenue, but we are much further south. Mm-hmm. So it's not. Um, that's not what. Yeah, that we're that, not. We don't, long story short, we don't see um, much bump from college folks at either place. Nope. Um, the Flagstaff location is 21 and over all the time. And when you're in college, like, there's a whole lot of 18 to 20 and a half mm-hmm. that you're in college. You can't even come and play in For our sure. arcade up there. And from what we've seen, uh, the the with the college scene they they're looking for a different kind of bar and club yeah that's really, really pinball is not what is in your head mm-hmm. when you're in, in, at that time of your life so sure. nope didn't benefit us now what about in, in Flagstaff what 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 school is there NAU NAU Northern Arizona University the other another big state school I don't I don't know if we get a huge bump from that or not. We don't. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're not a college well, there, bar. There you go. There's your answer. There are college now, bars. Now I know. Yeah, in Flagstaff, and we're not it. We're more of an industry bar in Flagstaff, and um, so, no. Cool. He's got another question. Oh. Got to go. hmm Is there a strategy to machine placement in the location? Better to have big earners front and center or in the back? There, there, There is... I don't know if we figured out the science to it, but there is, I mean, it's just like, like any place, like the yeah. Gap or, or the soup or Trader a supermarket, Joe's. There, there's, things are placed in strategic locations. Yes. And we sometimes, for us, we mix them around more often to make it so that it's less packed on tournament nights. We try and spread out the games that are going to be in certain rounds so that way mm-hmm. everybody isn't in a particular area for a single round. Right. We do you know, move games around from time to time and see what happens. Um, sure. But now if it's a new release like Venom or when Keith Elwin releases a game, you could hide that in the corner. Yeah, it, I could, it doesn't matter. I could put it behind a door. <laughs> People are gonna find it. And you can put it, it in the bathroom. Yeah. Do you remember you you you, you had a <laughs> no? Didn't you have? Was it Zapcon? Yes. You guys put a machine in the bathroom. We did for when you're waiting because there's long lines. Yeah. We put a strikes and spares in the bathroom. Yeah, people can play the game. That was smart. Yeah, it was the men's bathroom, um, but I I had to go in and fix it. Sure. It's a good time. Now I can tell you. Um, <laughs> There, there's no like exact science to this with the uh, yeah. pinball arcade arcade in general but i will tell you this when we opened venom we were like we wanted this on an end cap yes it looked cool 
Same with Galactic Tank same, Force. Same. I was about to say, same with... Go- when we opened up Galactic Tank Force, we were like, we have to put this on an end cap where yeah, people can see the see cabinet that. art. See it. And and not only the, the cabinet art, the, the advantage to putting it on an end cap is somebody else can really watch you. Yeah, you can stand next to... We you do try and put stand new next games to a buddy. Yeah. on the end so that way you can stand around and learn how to play it. You know, one of the things mm-hmm. in the that the... the Swipe system sent me in that how I'm going to increase my revenues mm-hmm. by 38%. It was talking about game placement and game density, and it alluded to the Walmart model. It, I have a feeling these guys are working with uh, the big box arcades. I know do, that do you they call, are. Do you call them that now? Yeah. Like like your yeah. uh, your Dave and Buster's. Yeah. And and what else is out there? There's a few Pin, pins mechanical. That's we, one. We played at a pins mechanical. Was that a card system? I don't even remember. It was a long time ago. And that's a chain of a very, very cool arcade, and, and they have duck pin bowling and all that. Um, I can't remember. Actually, we weren't paying. The The company was. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. We, we were, Maybe that's why I don't remember. We were there with Marco Specialties. Yeah. yeah, there's like main event. All those, there's all kinds of big box. I think you should call them big box arcades. Okay. And they all need a swipe system <clears throat> because that would be way too much labor. And Oh, could you imagine? I would quit. Well, also because you're employing like 15-year-olds and... 13 tons of tokens. Yeah. Man, could you imagine? I used to go to showbiz when I was a kid. Same. Man, the behind the scenes of that and... I bet that was insane. And, and you have to keep the little, uh, the, 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 the guys, robots, the yeah, robot the robots singers. running, all yeah. that good stuff. I heard um, lots of good stories about that. Uh, this is still gutter ghoul. Okay. You ready for this one? Sure am. It's a repair question. Ooh. This is, you'll love this one. Okay. What are the ones, repairs, you never want to see? Oh, it's stuff like that- Board it, stuff, right? Board stuff. Smoke. Yeah, stuff I don't want to see is something on a board <clears throat> that's a hard board that you can't replace. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't want to see that. And I don't want to see metal that has sheared. Because that's mm. going to require mm-hmm. some welding if you're lucky. So our toughest repairs are, you know, board issues, which <clears throat> I don't get too much into. This is your forte. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're having to get out a meter and figure out which uh, transistor's blown. And then, you know, luckily it's, uh, what do they call it? Through hole? Through hole components. Which we can repair. Yes. Um when you uh, modern machines have surface mounted components chips and and all that good stuff and transistors that's a little bit harder to repair you have to or even if you do repair it yeah i'm i'm probably not going to be repairing any surface mount issues yeah. those that's beyond my um tools what the second part of this what steps can operators go through to minimize these issues um first thing uh which everybody should do, and especially if you're if you're shopping for a pinball machine, this is like number one. Remove the batteries. Yes. Boom. Absolutely. Remove. The, Make the batteries. Take them off board. Right, and if you're gonna, I don't know what machine you're gonna buy, but look in there, see if you. It's real obvious. You're gonna see something with like three double A's. Um, hopefully they're not leaking. A lot of times they leak. The acid gets on the board, destroys the board, then you have to uh, rerun the traces. Uh, get a either uh why do we have balloons on our that's what i don't know did you see that before i saw some weird thumbs up things 
and it, it just shot balloons all over the screen. That was weird. All right, that's a, another. <laughs> I don't know if, if the people are going to see that or not. That's another thing we're going to have to fix in post. <laughs> that was weird. Um, so, uh, what steps can operators go through to minimize these issues you're having, the, the board issues or, or what have you? Take take the batteries yes. off of the board and um, either look into NVRAM. I know that's the solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, just Google NVRAM, or I think our friend Rob makes that stuff. Um, or just uh, mount the batteries somewhere else, uh, take them off of the board and you know run wires up to where they did exist. Which you can buy those from Marco or like uh-huh. battery packs. The other, the serious issue is metal, like you're saying, metal shearing, uh, welds failing. Unless you have a welding machine, there's not a whole lot you can do when uh, welds on a mechanism break. Um, so... Get to know your local welder. Um, yeah. uh, there's, if you find a local welder somewhere, I mean, you can probably get stuff welded for like thirty or forty bucks because I mean these are tiny things. Um, yeah. There's a lot of disassembly involved. Usually, if you have to weld something, that usually means you need to take off a bunch of components. So it's always that's that's not the most fun thing to fix. And the stuff Correct. you can do to prevent that. Not necessarily the welds breaking. Some of that is just totally out of mm-hmm. your control. Just make sure everything is tight all the time. We go through machines um, every week. We don't go through every machine every week, but always be tightening. Tighten the screws, tighten your mm-hmm. mechs, just because if there's some play in there, then something is going to break. If everything is, is nice and tight, For sure. then there's less um, less stress on the components. Right. Take Take one day. Lift the play field, tighten up everything on the bottom side, shut it. Come the, everything on the top side. Well, I, I would I like to break it up. So the, oh. the next day, okay. do all your top sides. See, I like to do it one time with the glass off. Yeah, that's, yeah. I do things a little bit differently. That's true. That's, uh, You're your own individual. I, yeah, <laughs> I am. This is from Pinball Conspiracy. I like that. That should be a podcast. Yeah, Pinball Conspiracies. Yeah, aliens. Like, are like they in our pinball machines? conspiracy? The the little, the folks that left that little exclamation point. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So we're gonna see. It's a mystery pinball company. There, we're gonna see it at Expo. I don't. We'll we'll see what what goes on with that. Okay, so this is from Pinball Conspiracy. This is uh, via the email uh, Electric Bad Arcade. At, okay. At gmail. right? Yep. Electric Bad Arcade at Gmail. Can't remember what digital level you guys recommended back on the pinball party. Uh, this is easy. Go to electricbatarcade.com, click on the tools tab, and there you'll see the link where you can uh, go to Amazon and buy that thing. Um, I think it's made by... It's made by Klein. Klein. Yeah, you like their tools. I do. I like Klein's, Klein. Klein's good stuff. Um, also, what is the best way to calibrate? Our location has a somewhat warped floor. I've never uh, seen a plumb floor. Yeah. They're all they're, they're all screwed, all screwed up. up. Uh uh with warp for, uh, leveling, uh, I look around and ask myself, how do I know if anything around here is truly <laughs> flat to begin with? Uh yeah, okay. Uh yeah, this is a big issue. And um, you don't really worry everywhere. about the the floor. The floor being unlevel. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They're all going to be unlevel. So put your level on the playfield and get it level left to right Mm -hmm. uh and just whatever that works out to on the floor and we have some places in some parts of the bat where the floor is 
significantly unlevel, so we have rubber cups on those games because if you slide those around, it will get out of level Correct. very quickly. Um, so that can be a solution for you too if mm-hmm. if you have kind of the rolling so, floors. No floor is 100% level, but also no machine. I mean, it's just, there's so much going on. Even in a brand new machine, you can, you know, we have a very accurate uh, digital level. You can, you bring it to the front of the machine. It's completely, you know, it's at zero. Zero point zero. Zero Move it back a little. It's, you know, 0.2. You move it back a little bit more. Um, So no machine's going to be like dead, crazy level. Just, you just get as close as possible. Um, And, did he is he the one that mentioned carpet? I don't know. So somebody mentioned carpet. Oh, the other guy. Yeah, earlier. Um, carpet is uh, very unlevel because you, you have the what is the stuff? The, the pile. The, the pile. The padding under, yeah. underneath the foam padding, and even on commercial carpet, um, it, it's all kind of just because. Uh, some parts are more compressed. Some part, especially from having a, a 250 pound machine on top of them. Sure. So you'll you'll move the machine, level it. Oh, it's perfect. Somebody slides it over, and it goes back into the little divot. Yeah. And now it's now it's unlevel again, uh, according to where you have it set. Uh, I know, folks. Um, I it's funny, Kyle Kyle Spateri at, at Stern. I asked him what level he used because uh, he's been operating machines for a long time. He doesn't use a level. He sets up a machine and plays it. If it feels good, uh, there you go. I think that's a very common um, old school operator right. thing to do. Or, or some people ro- uh, roll a ball roll down a the ball middle. Down yeah. it. So it's never going to be dead on. I don't think any machine is going to be dead on level. But you can get it within point, mm-hmm. point 0.1, point 0.2 degrees mm-hmm. if you, if you mm-hmm. would like to. And the other cool thing about that digital level is that you can see... Is my machine set up at six, six and a half, yes, seven the degrees? The pitch Correct. is, yep. it's it's a fun thing to, yeah. but to know. When we're leveling machines, we start out, we uh, the, the front leg levelers, we screw them all the way in. And then we just kind of eyeball the back ones to get them kind of uh, even. But, you know, give especially on the modern machines, we want to give it, oh, I guess any machine. We, we, we have to have them kind of fast at the back because we're playing tournaments in them. Uh, but uh, we kind of eyeball the back leg levelers, and then we start using a level to, to get to where we to are. To refine it. Yeah, to, to get to yeah. a, a point that we like. And then we we make sure... On the at least the front leg levelers, we add another n- nut to keep people from adjusting it themselves, because because some people will yeah uh, jack up the front legs to make the game more flat flat yeah uh, decrease the pitch. I think they think they can hit things easier like that. So we crank those down to keep yeah. that from happening. That's a that's a little tip you guys might want to deal with. Thank you so much, Pinball Conspiracy. I like that uh, the name there. The the next question is from Colin, and it's about marketing. Oh, that's that's a whole other episode. Okay, that's a whole other thing. That's a marketing episode. So we're gonna get. I wasn't to that. even supposed to read that far. That's right. Yeah, but it's here. It's here in my notes. Okay, so marketing episode. We still have one of those coming up. Send some mm-hmm. more marketing questions our way. Uh, electric bat arcade at gmail. That'll be Discord. the next one. That'll be interesting because okay. we we can talk about the mystery pinball company. What do we think about their marketing? Yay or nay? Is it working? 
Yeah. You know, are people talking about it? Are people excited? Um, we'll we'll find out at Expo in a couple of weeks. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'll so send us specifically your marketing questions. Yep. Thank you all for joining us. This has been another outrageous, <laughs> absolutely fantastic episode Wild. of the Electric Batcast in the in the Electric Bat Library. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, Game Room Goodies. Mention us, yeah, to Game Room Goodies, and they'll knock a, a few hundred dollars off your game. Yeah, if you're is, local. If you're local, you have to be in Arizona. Um, is it all Arizona or is it just the valley? I'm not sure. It's yeah, local to Arizona. Local to Arizona. So. Give them a call. Mention us. Mention you heard about. The, you mentioned you heard this ad on this podcast, and they're, they're gonna they're gonna hook you up. They're gonna give you a little discount. Really appreciate uh, Aaron and Fred and all the crew at uh, Game Room Goodies for all the help. And uh, thank you as always to Marco Specialties. Everything pinball. If you need any pinball parts. Call those folks up. They have the best customer service in the industry. If you're looking for, I mean, the weirdest parts, they will help <laughs> you find it. If they don't have it, they'll help you find it. We used to do that all the time. Yeah. We, if, You'd if, research We We find stuff else. on eBay and be like, here, we don't have this, but, but here you go. They're all about keeping these machines running, keeping yes. the dream alive. Thank you for all the hard work. And we can't wait to join you guys at Expo in Chicago. Where yeah. where they're they're turn, they're teaming up with Stern again. We're gonna have the big Stern Marco booth. It's gonna be a great party. Come out, hang out with us. We're all we're all gonna be there. The whole crew. Uh, who we have? We have. I think Marco might even come. The Marco. Oh, I've been talking to him, trying to trying to get him out there. He's so busy. No kidding. He doesn't have a lot of time to travel. Okay. But I'm mean, you know we hang out with Emoto, Kyle, and Paul, and all the gang there. Hopefully, what about what if Steve could come? Pinball Steve. That would be great. Pinball Jesus. That would be great. Anyway, thank you guys for uh, sponsoring the show. We really appreciate it. We appreciate what all you guys are doing to keep pinball alive. We are about to head to the arcade. Yeah. Play a little Venom and uh, Galactic Tank Force. Yeah. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. The bats are out. See ya.